Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Our goal is to equip you with the knowledge and tools you need to make lasting changes in your health. Society has trained us to think that Western medicine is the answer to long-term health, but this approach only treats symptoms and never addresses the root cause. Without a new approach, our community will experience unnecessary sickness and suffering. We teach the functional health model to educate and empower listeners on their journey to a happier, healthier, and stronger life. My name is Paige, and I'm a certified holistic health coach. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Alex Arguello, doctor of chiropractic and functional health practitioner. Join us as we unpack some of the most pressing health challenges facing our community today. Welcome back to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Today in our episode, we are going to talk all about meal planning. So this is going to be some really practical tips on how you can go about your weekly meal plan. What are you going to eat for all your meals? How are you going to make it happen? All of that. All of that. Yes. Um, so the importance, first I wanted to just talk about the importance of a meal plan. I think that this has been a major game changer for me personally, as well as some of our health coaching clients. Um, because if you are always leaving what you're going to eat up to, well, I'll just figure it out when I get there, or I'm sure I'll make a healthy decision. Yeah. Like I'm working toward health. I'll find something that's healthy when it's time to eat willpower is really really a hard thing and you have to use it all the time yeah so if all day long you're having to make decisions and like exercise willpower then by the time you get to dinner you're just going to be exhausted and you're yep. it's going to be really hard to make a good decision yeah. yeah another way of thinking of it you only have so much of it so there's this reserve that you have yeah and you're using it throughout the day so by the end of the day it's probably gone when you need it the most. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so to set yourself up for success here, really the answer is having a plan and planning ahead and having a time where you make that, make those decisions when you're feeling good and you have, you know, yeah. your goals are top of mind and then making it really easy for the rest of the week or the month or what, however long you're meal planning for really easy to follow that plan. Yeah. So, um, that is why I think everyone should do it. And then how do you do it? So let's just talk some practical tips here. I'm going to mostly share what I do. Of course, you can adapt this to your lifestyle. I do this weekly. I think that most people like a, a bite sized chunk is to do this weekly. Mm -hmm. You hear people that do this monthly. That sounds very overwhelming <sighs> to me. Weekly, I think, is good because you can get fresh grocery, like your produce can stay yeah. fresh for the week. And I don't really understand these months. I guess the you could super make planners. your. Yeah, that's just next level. We used to have somebody in our MC. Um, so we rotate who does main the main dish for the group. And she would want to know like a month ahead of time so she could do her grocery shopping wow. and planning for it. That's really impressive. I want to know more of those people. I think that that's <laughs> really <laughs> something to aspire to. But right now in my 
season of life. Sure. I'm getting by with weekly. So what typically works is setting aside some time on a Saturday or Sunday to prep for the week ahead. So I do try to do these from Monday through Sunday. So then like throughout the weekend, I'm not having to think of things on the go. Yeah. Um, and then I can kind of do it like Sunday night or whatever and get groceries Monday morning and then kind of start the week off that way. Um, so I have a template that I use and it's got every day of the week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then it's got next to it like a grocery list where you can, and I like to have my grocery list organized by the grocery store. So like, you know, meat all listed together. So this little template makes it really easy because it's got those little boxes already. Um, And so that's what I use. I've also used a journal in the past where it's like the same idea, but it has like all the pages, which I'm going to mention why that is a really good one to use. But you could also just start with like a scrap piece of paper. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. I do like the idea of doing your grocery list side by side of the meal planner though. Yeah. Um, So... I did mention it has mine has breakfast, lunch and dinner, but what we really what I really focus in on is dinner. And then breakfast, I usually just prep like one or two things for the whole week um that are really easy go-tos. So like we'll make an egg bake or like pre-cook some sausage or just I like to just have little sausage patties on hand that we just like can make in Mm -hmm. five or 10 minutes in the morning, or you can do like a smoothie breakfast. I think the whole thing is easy. Go to doesn't require a lot of effort at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just skip breakfast. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That makes the planning easier. Yeah. You're just not going to have, have one of those meals. Yeah, exactly. So I would not put too much thought into breakfast. Um, but you can just like, repeat the same one or two things throughout the week and then lunch for us we almost always or my husband since he like goes to work every day I'm pretty much always sending him with leftovers from dinner the night before Um, or for me since I stay home what I typically do for lunch if there's not enough leftovers or if I don't want it or whatever I will just like do really easy ground meat like whatever ground meat is available in the yeah. fridge i just like brown it up and I sure. eat that. this is for you this is for me and okay. i try to get my toddler to eat with me but yeah. you know how that goes so is this part of your planning then so you know that you're going to be making enough for dinner so that you can give jason some yes yeah, typically i don't really write lunch down though it's yeah i just usually i if I don't have enough leftovers in the fridge. I'm kind of on it throughout the week. So if I don't have enough leftovers in the fridge for both of us, I will just make sure there's some sort of meat thawing in the fridge that I can make for myself, like easy on the fly. But I know not a a lot of people maybe are like home all day and have that flexibility to just make lunch from scratch right there. So do you have any lunch tips or what do you do for lunch? Yeah, my lunch is I typically come home and whatever Emily has made for the kids, um, there's usually something left over that I'll do. Or, yeah, I, I'll do some type of leftover dish. Um, we have a big family, so she's always making a lot of stuff for dinner. So there's usually 
leftovers, um, especially since now that our older boys aren't always there um, every day for dinner as they have activities and stuff. So yeah, there's always something there that I can that I can grab. Mm-hmm. It's also easy for me. Um, so I've I've kind of made this transition where I had many years, probably I don't know five or six years where I didn't eat a lot of breakfast at all. I've transitioned probably the last couple into eating breakfast more, um, partially because just trying to at least maintain weight that I'm at or or gain weight because um, I'm always at a I always want to be at a um, heavier weight than my body, I think, wants to be just mm-hmm. because of how much I exercise. Yeah. Um, so I've shifted to eating breakfast and then, but I, my body really hasn't caught up. So like when it gets to lunchtime, I'm typically not very hungry because mm-hmm. I've eaten something in the morning. So it's easy for me to just grab something at lunchtime. Um, but before I would eat whatever I would, basically lunch would be my breakfast. So that plays into what you were saying of don't put too much into breakfast because mm-hmm. you're pretty much, this is always funny when I'm giving recommendations to people about their dietary changes. The biggest question I probably get is about what do I eat for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, you know, we're taking out the grains typically. So oatmeal yes. and bread and baked goods and all that stuff is gone for them. So I'm like, well, you can have eggs. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, unfortunately, a lot of people can't have eggs. Right. You know, with the stuff, the people that we're, we're working with. Um, so it's usually a, some type of a breakfast meat or yes. a smoothie or something like that. So that's typically what I would do for, for lunch. So, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, we agree. Dinner's the main thing yeah. for us. We kind of base everything off of dinner. What happens at dinner? There's mm-hmm. a lot of leftovers and that's the biggest meal. That's the most variety of stuff that we're going to eat. So, yeah. yeah. Another way you could go about, um, like lunches throughout the week, if you're busy and working and you need grab and go things and maybe you don't like the idea of leftovers is like meal prepping on the weekends this has never really worked well for me personally because it's a lot of work like on the weekends but I back when I was like in the corporate world and like really busy during the week and totally like no kids so totally free on the weekends I would do this where you just like make a whole bunch of shredded chicken or and then you can like use that in different ways throughout the week maybe you make salads for lunch with the shredded chicken on top or whatever and just have that sort of stuff ready to go in the fridge so that's another idea yeah we've been doing some of that so that's never really went well for us at all but with me and then the two boys, so I have an 18-year-old and a 15-year-old, and both of them are trying to, you know, build muscle on their bodies and mm-hmm. work out all the time. So Emily's done a good job recently of she'll have, like, five things um, that she's made, you know, on a Sunday or on a Monday for the week. Um, so, yeah, she's prepped it all. That's awesome. So all we have to do is just take it out of the fridge and put it together real quick or eat it. I would just like to say you have the best wife ever (laughs) like you don't have to really think about this stuff sure oh yeah absolutely yeah i I have i do not have to think about it at all which i guess i hope my husband doesn't have to think about it either but emily is just she's the pro well and i think she would be she yeah we absolutely well if she would do it yeah see (laughs) but i think she would she would be the first one to say and i I was going to ask you this and that um when you were kind of done with everything anyways if there's like small little steps of you know what would how would somebody start doing this um it's not like you know she was able to do it all at once you right. know she's she's definitely gotten better over the she's years built up over it yeah. yeah i mean i graduated in 2010 and we really started 
changing our health probably in 2008. So that's been 15 years of figuring out how to do all of this stuff. And, and again, she would also still say that it's a struggle many weeks to plan and to get to the grocery store and have all the stuff. So yeah, we fall into it just as much as anybody else. I think of not planning and still, even though we know how bad that goes, if we don't, totally, it still can happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so then let's talk about dinner. So dinner, like we've said, is typically the main focus of the meal plan. So what I would recommend if you're just starting out with this, and this is something that I just started out of necessity because I got overwhelmed when I, every time I sat down to do this, I was like, so am I just Googling recipes? Am I just flipping through? Um, a bunch of cookbooks. And so I start started accumulating a list of meal ideas on my phone that I can reference. So on my phone, I just have like in my notes section, I just have a whole list of dinner ideas and it can be the easiest things like burgers or, you know, spaghetti or whatever yeah. it is. Um, but it can also be like specific websites with recipes that I've done before and enjoyed. Um, Cause a lot of, I used to find that a lot of times I was losing those. Like if I would Google a recipe and yeah. it would be delicious, it's hard to find it again. Right. And so writing down in my notes list, like the website and the thing that I made, or even with all, I have a lot of cookbooks. And so um, writing down what cookbook and what page the recipe is on that I like and starting to get like an arsenal of those go-tos like okay I've made this before I'm comfortable with it so it's not like every meal I'm doing this week is some new recipe endeavor that I'm trying to figure out yeah that makes it a lot harder yeah I think that that's one of the things um because this this does take work right but if you can figure out how to somehow enjoy your your work that you're doing then it's going to it's going to be a lot easier to stick with. Mm-hmm. So I've noticed something with Emily is she loves recipe books and cookbooks and stuff like that. So she likes getting them for gifts and she likes purchasing them herself. Part of that is because she, she likes variety. So she hates, I'm always like, why don't you just, let's just make the same thing every week. Like Tuesdays we eat this, Wednesdays right. there's just no way that she would do that. Cause she got, she likes variety and yeah. she likes to learn how to make new things. So having all of the cookbooks to be able to go to and look through them on a Sunday or Monday before she's make as she's making her list and before she goes to the store, mm-hmm. that just makes it a lot more enjoyable for her, I think. Yeah. And I've even started um, printing out, I'm a very like pen and paper sort of person. So I've started printing out recipes that I like that I find online and adding them to a binder. And then if I need ideas, I can just flip through my binder and I know that it's all like if this was good enough for me to actually take the effort to print it out yeah um it must be pretty good so that is so the whole idea there I would really encourage you to just start accumulating this list and then over you know weeks and months of doing this you'll have a pretty robust list of ideas and then when you go to sit down with your meal plan it gets a little easier each time because you can just open up your list of ideas you don't have to come up with these things from scratch Mm -hmm. unless you want to. (laughs) Um, So then also another good point is to look in your fridge and pantry and see what needs to be used up. This is just good for the budget too. So you don't let things go to waste. And a lot of the time my meal plans look like 
um, whatever the meat that we're having. And then I just write and vegetable. So this allows me to go to the grocery store and just get whatever veggies are on sale or look good or mm-hmm. in season or that sort of thing. I'm not like needing a specific thing for a recipe or something, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, so th- you were kind of alluding to this. There's couple different ways some people have themes each day to guide the planning just to like make it a little bit easier like taco tuesday soup on wednesday um which you could still incorporate variety within those categories so you could like one week have chicken tacos and the next week have ground beef tacos or in one week maybe you have like a bunch like um peppers and onions with it and then another week is more traditional tacos and things like that so you can still have some variety there but if you have those parameters on the days it can take out a little bit of that decision making um to make it a little bit easier i don't do that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i that's i don't know why i don't do that but i don't do that and i think that can be maybe something that's helpful for people so one of the recommendations that I give to people, especially that have some gut issues, is they need a, a variety of plant-based foods in their in their diet. So eating vegetables that they don't typically eat. Um, with these themes, it's probably a little bit easier yeah. to just you know, get a variety of different types of vegetables. That's a good point for sure. Yeah, make sure you get your like guacamole in with Taco Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, Or another way that I've heard this done to kind of help facilitate that decision-making process each week is to have like a different protein designated for each day. So like Mondays, you could always have something with ground beef. You could always have like chicken thighs on Tuesday and like a pot roast on Wednesday. But again, you can make these things in different ways, you know, for variety. If you're really organized, Going back to our um, list of ideas for meals, you could have them organized by these are all the like ground beef meals. These are all the chicken meals. These are all the things that I can do with a roast. Again, I'm not that organized. I just like (laughs) I'm more so critical point of our meal plan is I always sit down and do this with my regular calendar for the week and I'm sure that Emily has to do this too because especially when you guys have a busy like kids with activities and things going on in the evenings this is a point where a lot of meal plans could fail if you don't do this so first have your weekly agenda of just like okay this week we have pickleball on Tuesday night and Mm -hmm. it's like someone's got to be there at 6:30 so we have a 1 hour window to eat dinner and so that's got to be like a pretty quick night where i'm not trying a new recipe or anything right. like that's that's going to be the night where we just do like burgers or something that's very easy yep. um so you have to you have to have to have to do that um and know what nights can be your quick nights what nights you can play with recipes and all that sort of stuff that hopefully you're on top of your weekly schedule and you can do these things like side by side together um and then yeah fill it in fill in your meal plan start writing things down i um what i do is sometimes i just like brainstorm some meals based on what we have like what meat i know we have what 
things need to be used up in the fridge or whatever and then like on a scrap piece of paper and then I take that paper and I work it into the weekly like what's going to be on what day based on the weekly agenda I'm a little, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit too, that's like too many steps because then I take it and once I have that set, I have like a thing on the fridge that has each day of the week and then I write like a whiteboard and then I write down each day of the week that like what we're eating for dinner that night and the key behind that is throughout the week, everyone sees it every time you're in the kitchen so no one's asking me, which I asked my mom this all the time growing up, yeah. and she hated it. What's oh, yeah. for dinner tonight? <laughs> yep. She never did a meal plan, and so every day I remember she would say, like, stop asking me that. Like, yeah. that's the worst question that any <laughs> mom wants to hear, you know? It's just like, oh, it's another thing I have to figure out. Right. So anyway, I don't have kids that are reading yet, but eventually they will be they won't have to ask me what's for dinner and my husband doesn't have to ask me what's for dinner because every day is laid out on the whiteboard on the fridge and then that also helps me always be thinking about the next day so I'm always making sure that okay tomorrow like we're having steak make sure that we because pretty much for us like all the meat is in the freezer I'm not I'm so that allows me to buy meat that's on sale um, and then without having to work it in the plan. I just get it if it's on sale and stick it in the freezer. And then I work from the freezer for the meat. Okay. So I'm always pulling things out um, unless I'm not on top of it and I need to get something that's already thawed. Then I just run to the store yeah. and get that. But that would be when things don't go according to plan, which we'll have, we'll talk about briefly. Um, so yeah, so having that like visually there, it just helps like me stay on top of it and know like throughout the day, okay, um, do I need, is this like a night where it's prep heavy? So I need to be like prepping, chopping veggies and stuff like during nap time or whatever for the kids. So I think that's helpful. So that is my process. Um, and I think the important thing about that, I mean, you mentioned maybe, maybe you have too many steps. I think it, the key is just having some t- type of routine that's going to keep you doing it, you mm-hmm. know, so whether that is you know, multi-stepped or you just have the one step of just writing it all on a piece of paper, yeah. whatever it is, you just have to have some type of routine to get into yes. a rhythm of, um, and it's probably not going to, if you aren't doing this and you're going to try to get into it, it's probably going to take some trial and error of figuring out what your, what your routine is going to be. Once you settle into it, it's going to make things a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. Um, also just another thing to note, if you are doing this all within like a meal planning journal, that can be helpful because then you can just flip back to previous Mm. weeks and just look and like copy what you did two months ago for this week or something like that. So that's another good one for the idea generation part. And then I always plan for a day. Well, not always, but usually I know myself and this is because I've had like failures. (laughs) Um, but I typically by Friday, I don't like to do something super involved in the kitchen on a Friday. I just like am exhausted from the week. I don't like it's a long, whatever. So I just, that would be the day previously where we would have been susceptible to like ordering out you know, take out or whatever. And so to prevent that, I 
have started to anticipate that and know myself and know that I don't really want to cook on a Friday. So that day, maybe I'll plan for eating leftovers that day. So make sure that I have extra, extra something so that there's enough for lunch and left and like a dinner of leftovers. Or um, when I am on top of it, I have some freezer meals in the freezer and then I can just pull one of those out and typically they're like crock pot things or I'll do even if it's not a freezer meal just like a crock pot meal where I just have to do the work in the morning and then it's ready by the end of the day um that's that's kind of helped me a lot um get through those days without like having to order out yeah and I think that's the key that Basically, this whole thing is to try to keep people from eating. Yeah. <laughs> so if we're telling you, hey, eat real food most of the time, you have to stay away from something like gluten or dairy, or um, that does not go well when you go out to eat. That does not go well when you have to eat something from a box or a bag, right? So all of this is really to keep you from having to do all of those, all of those things. Totally. So yeah, if you're not well planned, then the likelihood of you doing that is is definitely going to go up. Mm-hmm. So Yes. And then I have another like notes list on my phone for ideas for like that require zero uh, forethought or preparation for when or like not a lot of effort to for when things are really just like the day has just not gone well. Yeah. Um, and so... I, my goal is to have, so with my freezer meals that I typically make, like you do have to let it thaw in the fridge, which takes like a day. So you kind of have to be on top of that. But, um, I want to start to get some made that can go in the Instapot from like frozen. And so if I have a day where I just like had planned on cooking that night and totally don't want to, I can just pull out this freezer meal from frozen plop it in the Instapot and it still be ready in 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, you can do that with just like chicken breasts. I did this the other day where I just took straight up frozen chicken breasts and put them in the Instant Pot and they were ready, you know, within 20 or 30 minutes total. So that is really helpful, but obviously that wasn't like a recipe. It was literally just right. cooking chicken and figuring out what to do with it. So you can do that too, but I would like my goal is to figure out some recipes that, and I, I don't know, I want to freeze them in like a, if you know the Instapot, it's just like this, obvious, it's a pot, obviously. Yeah. So if you froze something in like a um, Ziploc bag, you Doesn't wouldn't, be, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I need like circular containers to sure. be able to like just plop it in frozen. Got to measure it. Measure it, yeah. freeze it to exact size well, of the Instapot. Seen, yeah, you like free. You can do like a Ziploc bag in like a bowl, freeze oh. it in the bowl, you know, and then once it's frozen, but that takes up more space in the freezer. That's but anyway, it could be, yeah, yeah. That I'm not there yet. Right now, it's just taking a pack of frozen chicken breasts and plopping sure. it in the Instapot. But at least that's something, and that's still oh, yeah. preventing, you know, going out or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think that's all I have. Just, oh, the point of having that list to go to of the really basic, like for us, some of the things are like ground meat and I can always, if I don't have something thawed, like it takes two minutes to go to the grocery store for me personally and just get something and like, just 
I've had to really simplify my expectations. Like I can just eat ground meat and it doesn't need to be anything fancy, you know? And that's just like, that's a good meal. So, um, having things like that or like tuna, uh, like a can of tuna. I don't know if that's the most ideal wild, wild caught, you know, Sure. but, (laughs) but stuff like that to just have for your, your back up default fallback plan. Yeah. I think is good to have in your arsenal. So what would you say is maybe the first step for somebody who doesn't do this at all? Yeah, I would say getting something. So like with health coaching clients, I typically bring to our very first health coaching meeting this template. Um, it's like a PDF that then I, I email them afterwards. But um, just the template that has each day of the week and then the grocery list thing next to it. And I say like, here's your meal plan. Don't worry about breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If that's too much, just focus on dinners only. And then maybe just um, really go heavy on like, I'm going to cook two or three meals this week and the rest of the dinners are going to be leftovers. Or, um, and then maybe for lunch, maybe you're not there yet for lunch or something like that. Um, And you're doing just... I don't know, whatever you were doing before. But as you start to get more used to cooking throughout the week, I think, yeah, just having a start somewhere with dinners at least a few times a week is a good place to start. Yeah, and maybe starting, I guess what I heard you say over and over again is um, the meat or the protein, like starting with that. Like if you're going to take one step into the planning, why don't you plan what the the meat is you're going to be eating at these because that's the bulk of your meal for for most of the people so you could probably if you're going to be winging some things let it be kind of side dishes that you're winging yes. or just additions to the, the main part of the of the meal right a lot of um health coaching clients who are just starting out with this will do just like the most simple things like baked chicken and frozen veggies and yeah. just various degrees of some sort of cooked protein and a lot of times it's frozen veggies which is okay like that's an okay starting point or just like whatever like I was saying whatever veggie but there are meals they just strip it down to the very very basics of like a cooked meat you don't need a recipe you know just burgers or something like that and then veggies and that's like does not require a lot of right and that keeps you away from you know the traditional stuff that people are so pizzas and sandwiches and pastas and stuff like that what are a lot of people's main dishes, getting away from those. If you're just saying, hey, I'm, chicken is the thing that I'm having today and I'll figure out the rest. I think that's probably a good, mm-hmm. that's a good start yeah. with this whole planning thing. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you for listening. Hopefully this was helpful. Um, be sure to share this with somebody else who also might find it helpful. And we'll talk to you next time.